for a Monday. It's Monday, September 20th, 3 o'clock. Welcome to the podcast edition of the show where there could be cursing and Mm. other vulgar things. No songs, no commercials, just us. The us is, hi, it's me, Alex, and in town from London making a surprise (laughs) visit, UK... Philly T is in the house, and you can go see him at room 6969 at the Renaissance Center. Like, uh, I thought you wanted to give my room number out to these people. I was like, I am here for too many days, and it's real easy to stroll up in this hotel. Like, oh, uh-uh, God. you better switch rooms. Can I just I'll say, I'm quick. so excited. I'm so excited to hear that you're in town. But I also yeah. feel incredibly stupid, because I don't right. know. I'm going to admit this, Okay. I cannot read things as fast as Instagram stories pass. Like I read slower <laughs> than your average person. I'm not ashamed of it. And so I will try to keep up with what's going on in Philly land, but I can't keep up with everything. And there was a couple context clues where I was like, wait a minute. This uh, is he in town? Yeah. And I mean, honestly, I wrote like <laughs> mini pamphlet today on my Instagram story. So like I didn't expect anybody to even really read it. That's why there's legit photos of me downtown after all of like the text. So I feel like if you use like um, photos or if you use emojis, then I might be able to understand better like picture mm-hmm. illustration. Yeah, I mean it's Instagram. It's not for it's not for words. It's for pictures. So it completely makes sense. Anyway. Um. I'm just looking at these now. Philip, for whatever reason, I didn't see these. And yes, this is this is the lot. And Alex, this is the first time you've ever seen Philip without hair. And I have yeah. seen Philip without hair. And it's look yeah. it's like we took 18-year-old Philip and put it on somebody who did ster on the body of somebody who did steroids. Yeah. It's so weird, like my hair not being there. Like I know you've seen pictures of me without hair, Alex or Eric, but I don't think you knew me before I had, like, we didn't know each other when I didn't have hair. But yeah, it's like, I look like all those photos from like, what is it, 2009? I look like I am 18, 19 again. Um, and it just, I don't know, it really ticked me off because you know what, I got here on Friday and I was like low key, not trying to do too much. And I, was, I also couldn't go to sleep. So I was like, well, let me go ahead and get a drink. So I go down to the bar that's here and I asked the girl for a double Jameson. First of all, let me rewind. I forget that Toledo doubles, Toledo doubles of anything is basically half a pint glass, like half a rock glass. And I forgot about that. So when she put it in front of me, I was like, I'm not in London anymore. Um, but yeah, like I asked for it and then she goes, yeah, can I see your ID? Sis. Oh, I was honey. Like, oh my God. Congratulations. <laughs> offended or if I feel good and then you understand like I always forget that my hair is cut so I see my reflection I was like what about me right now does it not look 34 I'm really confused but I, I I was I was also very flattered how much was that double Jameson um let me see I ended up paying like all together like 40 but I also got like food as well I think it was like 12 mm-hmm. got it that's not that's yeah. not too bad no no um, well, welcome home. Did you fly into Detroit? No, because my airline, let me tell you what they did. Real, real <laughs> short, short story, short story. I was meant to fly to Toledo, actually, which high five Toledo airport for getting these flights 
in order over the past few years. I am about that life. But I had a flight and was supposed to go from uh, Heathrow in London to Chicago to Toledo. And then I was just going to get a cab to come to my room because I was trying to surprise everybody. I didn't want anybody to know that I was here. These people decided that my connection was too too short of a time span so I wouldn't make my second flight from Chicago to Toledo. So they canceled my first round of flights, the one from London to Chicago and Chicago to Toledo, but they didn't tell me. Had I not been sitting there and been talking to Danny in bed one morning because I didn't want to go to the gym, I decided, well, let me look at my flights and like try to get a little schedule together while I'm just sitting here doing nothing. If I hadn't done that and seen it, they, they weren't going to tell me. The guy was like, yeah, we usually don't tell people because we just wait till oh, it gets closer no. just in case we can find something. I'm like, why would you wait till it gets closer? Then there are no flights at all because they're going to be taken up. So they fixed it and they booked me one. It still went to Chicago and then from Chicago to Detroit. And then I came down from Detroit. So, Oh my gosh. Stressful. So did you get to surprise people or no? I mean, besides yeah, me, I got, of course. <laughs> yeah, I got to surprise people. Um, I had, I had Mitchell pick me up because he wasn't going to be around anyway. Um, so he picked me up from the airport and then I came down and I was like, the first person I surprised was Dom and I have, um, a very noticeable building downtown in my window and I had him read the top of the building and he freaked the freak out like it was mm. nuts um, and then we got Sam and James and then I went down to you know the local um, homo watering hole and we hung out for a little <laughs> bit had some drinks and I just I just need to stay up until like 11 or so here so that I wasn't going to be like tired and like out of it the next day so we just stayed out for a bit, had a few drinks, saw some people, it was cute. But the mess up part is they started taking pictures and they started taking pictures. I was like, listen, I don't mind you taking pictures, but at least give me till Monday or Sunday night before you put them up, because I want to surprise my parents. And that's more important to me than like anybody else. I love everybody else, but like if I don't surprise them, then like I feel like the trip that I plan to spend all this money on, my expectations won't be there. Um, so I, I got a chance to surprise them. My dad and my stepmom, they were meant to be home Saturday morning at seven o'clock when I walked from downtown to theirs, but they weren't it's magically somehow mm. they weren't home. So I called my dad or I messaged him and I was like, Hey, what are you doing? He's like, Oh, we're at Libby glass. You know, Kim is my stepmom. She's looking at some stuff. And I was like, I just walked all the way down here. I could walk straight to Libby glass. <laughs> um, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. So you need to go home because I have something that's literally on its way to your house, but you have to be there. Otherwise they won't give it to you. They won't leave us sitting there. You need to go get it. He goes, okay. So like I'm sitting there, I'm on the phone talking to Danny. All of a sudden I see their car screech around the corner. I, they're in a rush to get to this package that apparently is coming to them. And then they see me and they just like lost it. And that was great. Oh. So it was nice. I got surprised a lot of people. Megan screamed and squealed in the middle of Handmade when I surprised her. Um, my sister shut the door in my face. Um, oh. like it was, it was just a lot and it was nice and it was what I wanted. And I didn't know that like my sheer presence of being around, like made people happy. Like my sister, she's like, this is the best day I've had in months. And I was like, well, I want to surprise you. And I figured, you know, that would be fun for everybody. But the fact that it's legit giving them a mood change and making them happy makes me feel good. That's I, really nice. I was happily surprised. I totally yeah. shit all over Ashley, but I'm like, Phillips, you're sending <laughs> over. That was the funniest thing. That was so funny. Um, I, I was I, excited. Go ahead. Phil, no, no, go ahead. I, well, hold on. I'll jump in then. How much was your trip? How much? How much was the, were the flights? 
So um, my flight, I, I did this a few months ago in the, in the thought that I would do it now so it can be a little bit cheaper. And if I have to cancel, then I'll do it. Like I probably have to do it once. And they were allowing people to still cancel and get either credit or refund or halfsies. So I did this a while ago and I think that my flights were um, about 800 and something pounds, which is like nine something in dollars. So that was still cheaper than what it That's usually not is. Bad. It can be like 12 to 13, 1500 mm -hmm. if you do it too close to the date. Um, and then my room, I got a decent little deal on as well. Um, I'm here for an extended amount of time and that was about eight as well. But the thing mm -hmm. that threw me off and I, didn't, and I didn't think about or know was that I have to get these PCR and antigen tests to come into the country. And then I have to get them to go back to the country I reside in and have to take another one once I'm there for two days. Those tests came up to be 230 pounds. I was not ready for that. And it was oh. fine because, you know, I had a budget for Toledo. And I always have a budget just in case like something happens to me or to somebody else. So, like, I just used that money for it. But it was still, like, I had I did it. I flew out on Friday morning. I did all this on Monday. And I had to do it two days before I left. So I had to, like, wow. make sure I got the test and got the results. Like, that was a bit stressful for me. So I spent a pretty decent amount of money. But I feel like it's worth it with how my first few days have gone. So basically like whenever we're out with you over the next few days, we just need to pick up the tab. Got it. No, <laughs> like, no, 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 no. I'm going to do it anyway. But, uh. Dude, you know, like wow. I breakfast with my parents and they literally, not only did they like sneak attack cash app, my dad didn't want like those like OG, like gangster drug deal handshakes and handed me money too. And <laughs> oh, I was like, yes. <laughs> That's so sweet. I know you were like doing a show for a little bit, but other than that, we haven't talked much about like what you've been doing for work. So where did you get two grand from? Yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I don't have like loads of jobs, but it kind of seems and feels like it. So I am part-time modeling. Um, and I mm. do get like money from that. And typically it's just, uh, they're invoiced. And it's not really all that much, but I only, I mean, I do like two hours of work. I can get like three, 400 pounds for it. Mm. And I just take pictures. That's great. Um, and then Alex um, and I were just talking about attractive people this morning. We were? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> Where your body might be found earlier if you're more attractive. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm I was eating food at Picasso's and I looked at the TV and I was like, I'm not on this. Uh. Anyway, um, and then I also, um, I have like the show, so singing and acting is still a thing. Um, I just, I had an issue. Me and my agent have been tracking this one production company down because I did some work for them and they were supposed to pay me the 25th of last month and they never did. And she's been trying to get a hold of them and they like, and they're, they're a company like, you know, they don't, they have money and everything. And they literally called her today and we were like, oh my God, we're so sorry. And they have like a fee that they're going to pay for being so late. But they um, just oh, nice. my paperwork or my, my stuff just like got lost. And they're like, right. So it's been a month now. So we're going to make sure we pay them. And then I'm also Danny's company. Um, I'm like the product manager. Basically, I just handle the operations to make sure that the paperwork is right and things are going in a timely manner they're supposed to go in. So like, you know, I have money coming in. I'm not swimming in it. I was doing better here in Salido financially, but um, I'm still good. I'm okay with it. What's up? Uh, what's obviously the answer is a lot but give us details what's changed here since you've been gone yeah the answer is a lot um so don picked me up on friday night and he was like have you walked around i said no i went straight to the room 
and he drove me down Summit Street. Oh my God. Like, mm -hmm. it's a great thing. Don't get me wrong, but like, so much has changed. The fact that the Seagate Center is like a garage that's like opens up. I, I I just I don't understand like because in my head like I know all the separate rooms in the Seagate Center and like how their walls aren't there anymore so I don't know what's going on on the inside but I'm really curious about that. Um, I'm also very intrigued at the fact that going down Door Street there is an on ramp, and also going down Door Street that there are sidewalks that were never there before and there are fences that were never there before. <laughs> um, like it's just. They're little things that like I've picked up and I've noticed, um, and I'm just surprised. But you know, overall, like it all, it looks it looks good, and I feel like it's nice for Toledo to have. It's like a little 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 spot of downtown has upgraded, and I feel like it has spread. So that's a plus. Great. Yeah, like I could say, was that Abby? Like I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't I haven't gone, I haven't gone anywhere else. Or like I haven't, I haven't been anywhere besides downtown. Because I'm also like I was trying to be incognito. Um, so I didn't want too many people to see me. Um, so I have to venture out and see what's going on. You saw, I mean, yeah. where, where things have evolved, definitely downtown and then uh, with Door because that interchange got built. It probably, I think the construction for that began before you left and it was for the, uh, for the Solheim Cup, which just here, was just here around Labor Day. They wanted to make it more accessible, um, to get from 475 to Inverness, and it also—I mm. mean, there's a, there's a secondary reason of it. It would alleviate some traffic on 475 between Central and Airport. But yeah, some things. There have been some big changes, but it's good to have you back. Yeah, yeah the I mean, Metro Park across the river—you probably see that now from your um, hotel. Oh my God, I can see the Miro. That's really really cool. Yeah, I, I was in the thing and I was like, it's massive. And from all the way here, like, I know those like I know where those cyclones are. It's pretty far. I can see it very mm -hmm. well. Yeah, um, yeah, there's that. But what Alex meant was the other direction is Glass City Metro Park, where uh, nothing used to be. <laughs> Wait, where's, where's that at? So uh, the, you know what? If he's facing the mural, then he can't. Then he's probably not facing the metro uh, park. Okay. No, I'm I'm facing the other way. So when you yeah. go, facing the mirror, when you go across the Cherry Street oh. Bridge. Uh -huh. um, you know how you would go left to go to Taco Bell and then like go real fast <laughs> past that gas station. <laughs> so right, right before that shady ass gas station and the McDonald's was on the right, you can now go yeah. left and there's, um, some new condos, apartments. There's a bar what? over there. Rusty. Let me look nail, up my window real quick. Old bag of nails. Yeah. And there's a, there's oh my a, God. There is. Yeah there's, a, yeah, there's a metro park over there that's kind of like a playland. There will be, I believe, an ice rink. There's sledding hills. Um, Alex, there's so the, much going on over there now. That's the building, Alex, that you sent me the picture of, isn't it? That you it have is. reception at, I think. Okay. It is. And I have a question. Have we seen the... Is there a rock wall out there right now? Like, do you see a rock wall up? No, or is uh, that no. just... Uh, no. Okay. So it was up last no. weekend, and then they moved it to... Whatever, uh, it's it's mobile, and they moved it to whatever Waterville or White House Metro Park is in that area this weekend. If I could be a bridezilla for anything, I would tell them to move that fucking rock wall off of my wedding site <laughs> the weekend that I need. You know what I mean? Like, get it out of here. <laughs> but other than here. other than that, it's it's a fantastic park, and that's actually a really good idea for them to have activities like that. 
Yeah, over the weekend, there was, again, whichever Metro Park it was, White House or Waterville, there was a, like an outdoor expo, and they were showcasing mm-hmm. all the things that you might not know are at the Metro Parks. So, mm-hmm. Like archery. Yes, yes. So one, one other thing that changed, and something you said, Eric, just sparked into my head. So, like, I'm driving now, obviously, because I'm back here, and I can't just walk to places, and there's, like, no, no train, but... I have to tell myself while I'm driving right side because <laughs> I, from cycling, I'm used to like turning a corner and driving on the left side road. And if there aren't lines, I really have to think about it. Let me tell you about these bike lanes downtown and how oh. I almost had an aneurysm and shorted out when I was driving because I saw the median and my mind was like, right, right side, Philip, right side, right side. And when I turned the corner, I was like, wait wait, I don't understand if I go on the left side, I'm the oncoming traffic, but on the right side, there's like a bike lane or is it not a bike lane? I was so confused. I like stopped. Luckily there were no uh-huh. cars. Like I just stopped and looked at it and I feel like I shorted out for a second. So the bike lanes are new, surprise. And I'm sure I'm not the only person who does it, but so that was I don't like think, stressful. I don't think there's proper identification. They just put a bike lane out where mm-hmm. I am on Oregon road. So like by Owens and they don't have any kind of paint or, or like a, uh, uh, like a bike sit, like they don't have anything that lets people know that it's a bike lane. So it's just a bunch of stripes. Uh, so they've taken a two, two lane road down to a one lane and added the bike lane oh my God. and it's confusing. It's so the confusing. same thing in downtown Toledo. I remember in downtown Cleveland, when we had all this change with the RTA system, which is like our version of Tarda, they made bus lanes but they didn't put bus lane. So it was confusing <laughs> to know which lane you're supposed, you're supposed to drive to in. And then all of a sudden a bus is like honking at me. Cause I'm in a <laughs> bus lane. <laughs> Just like, I don't know what to do. So same thing. Alex, yeah. I, not to deviate too much from, from Philip. Uh, this is all about him today. Thankfully it's kind of a quiet day, locally speaking. Um, when we were kids and you, and I'm glad you brought up Cleveland where you grew up and Philip, you here. Mm-hmm. We didn't need no stinking bike lanes to ride bikes. Where did right. we? Like, we were fine. Like, I'm, I was racking my brain last, and I'm thinking when I used to ride my game to ride my bike to baseball games or to school. I mean, I rode on the sidewalk. I would get in the street. Mm-hmm. Like, how did we survive for so long riding riding our bikes and not needing lanes? I don't, you know, I have, that's a really good question. I'm not exactly sure. I sir, I would ride through cemeteries. Like I would go on private property yeah, to get right. to where I needed to go. Yeah. And it wasn't a problem. I will say though, like I probably would find a bike lane to be very cool. Cause then it gives me permission to ride in the street. Um, and I'm like, I would be like, Ooh, look, I'm just like all the other cars. Cause of course I'm like well below <laughs> like driving mm-hmm. age, which is 16. But, um, no, th- those things didn't exist. You're absolutely right. Like, I think that we, I think we got by because we were growing up in the part where our parents like just go outside and do something, but we had to also be safe. So we made bike lanes, like driving through cemeteries and like going <laughs> down. You took the long way to get to the corner store because you didn't want to right. go driving down Door Street where cars were flying down the street. And then yeah. like the bike lanes, just like they don't make they don't make sense to me in a place like Toledo where the traffic isn't that heavy. Like you're fine, bro. Like if somebody hits you and you're on a bike. That's their fault. It's, there's road. There is space for that car not to be that close to you. So, can you we'll all, can you also explain why it's more important and more appropriate to have a bike 
where you live now rather than here. Because mm. every now and then we have people on that, that they want their bike lanes and they want cities here to be more bike friendly. And I'm like, the country is 3,000 miles across. It was not built for bikes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. Yes, with the hand clap. <laughs> yeah. Sassy, Eric. Sassy. We get lots of great ideas from more progressive yeah. places in Europe, but Europe is also mm-hmm. the size of this whole fucking yeah. country. Right. So, why does it make more sense to have bike lanes or, or be more bike friendly in London than cities here? When I first moved to England, I had to explain to people and, and myself as well, like England is smaller than most states. Mm-hmm. You understand, like, England is, a, is not that big, but we all, in America, we don't know that because we just think mm-hmm. countries are, like, America. Um, mm-hmm. But it's all small and it's all very condensed. Like, I can get on my bike and I can cycle from Zone 5 of London from the top, the north, all the way down to the bottom. It took me, like, a couple of hours, but uh, it's it's just all tiny. It's condensed. On top of that, the uh, our streets are a lot more narrow because there's not that much space and the buildings take up everything. So having a bunch of cars on the road, A, is awful for the environment. I know it's like low on the emission scale, but it's awful for the environment. It's really dangerous for pedestrians because most of the time, especially in central London, pedestrians have to walk the right of way. Um, and it's just easier to get around because you don't have stoplights and people in the way and the bus doesn't stop every other every other stop. So like, I think mm-hmm. having a cycle in a place like I think Manhattan should have more cycling situations. Mm-hmm. Like having them in those kind of places just makes a lot more sense than here because everything is so spread out. You need a car in Toledo. I walked from my from my hotel to my parents' house. Like, you know, they, they live in a hood. You understand? They live in Detroit <laughs> and Indiana. So, and I walked there and in my head, what I remember was that it wasn't that far. Let me tell you, at seven o'clock in the morning, when I got to their house, I was sweating. I felt gross. And I was like, God, I didn't remember this being so far away. And I thought I was like prone for walking now because I'm so used to walking and cycling and stuff. Nah, son. I was like, I need a car. And you I guys think- have these scoot you guys have these scooters now, by the way. Yeah. Cut yes. it out. Cut it so out. I, I I, do, do we think that that's part of the reason why there's like bike lanes, why they did all this work for bike lanes in downtown Toledo? Like, I feel like this had to have been part of the reason because we don't have that many people who ride bikes in our area like we just we just don't you know so i feel like they had to have known these scooters were coming i think it was a very loud minority like i told dan a couple of weeks ago <laughs> yes <laughs> like, so i think that some of the like some of the european cities they're kind of congested i mean it, it does remind me of like manhattan or like new york city they also have um like we call them rapids where i'm from uh, subways you know subway mm-hmm. systems um, so they, they have that, but it, I think it's just, it's in their culture a bit more. I also notice all the cars are smaller there. Like when yeah. I was in Scot- yeah. when I was in Scotland, you're right. Like we, I would go from one end of the country to the other in one day, like just mm-hmm. one day from going to, you know, the concert that we went to when I went from Glasgow to Edinburgh, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's just, it's interesting how that works and how different it is from our own culture. But at the same yeah. time. Like, I don't, ha- I hate to say I don't have as much respect for people who ride bikes, but it's something you have to learn coming from the U.S. Mm-hmm. compared to being there and understanding that that's the norm. It's just, and then it's, like, it's so, it's so different. And mm-hmm. the other thing you take and Philip alluded to it a little bit, like the historical aspect. London is like 
1,500 years old. <laughs> right. Uh, this city, this city is like 180 years right. old. So mm-hmm. there's, you can break things more here because it doesn't mean as much. Where everything in London is important, and and, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm obviously speaking speaking in a hyperbolic way there and embellishing that. But yeah, I don't think the bike thing is just ever going to work here on a large scale because yeah. and that doesn't even take into account like the other thing like it. Here where we live, good luck ride. If you want to ride your bike in January and on January fifteenth from the Listen. from the Renaissance Listen. to the art museum, have at it. When that wind is picking up and biting at you, I'll wave at you when I'm in the in car. In the brown slush, like yeah, trying first to of all, through that. We don't we don't in, in Toledo we have snow and bikes don't do well in snow. I learned that firsthand. So you just not, and that was like minimal snow, so like just don't do it. It's a trap. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. I mean, and also I think to myself, like these bike lanes, I've been here now for two nights and like I've walked around, like I went to Home Slice and got some food last night. Oh, like, everybody who's on the scooters. Bad choice. <laughs> uh, I, we can talk about that in a second. But nothing else was open, by the way. Like nothing was open at 9 p.m. Yeah. And I'm so used to be able yeah. to get food whenever I want to home. I was like, I just need to get there before they close. But um Nobody was using the bike lanes. They were literally, everybody was on the sidewalk with these scooters and these yep. things. And on top of that, they were drunk and they were on these scooters. And I'm like, bruh, <gasps> oh, like, no. you can't do that. Like, you can't do oh. this at all. And then I'm also looking at, like, these kids. And I get granted, you know, kids can do the scooters and everything else. Like, these kids are out in the middle of the night and they hop on these scooters and these bikes. And they, like, take off and they gallivant. I'm just like, that's also going to end up being a problem as well. And it's hard to police that stuff. You know what I mean? So, Phil, Phil there yeah. are two thousand rides a day on those things, and I've said it oh from the God. outset. And I don't, I don't want to be like sounding old or whatever. But you're right. It's it's hard to police. So sometimes um, Darwinism has to work. And I do kind of hope. <laughs> I do kind of hope. Stop it. That somebody it. gets plowed it. into and becomes part of the side of the Pro Medica parking garage wall. Because they were drunk on that thing, and somebody just went through a green light, and the scooter came it's, and plow. It's gonna be a thing. Like somebody's gonna like hit a rail and like fall over into the water, or they're gonna like hurt themselves. <laughs> oh, one one of the boys that I know, I one of the boys I know, uh, I saw him at uh, you know the gay watering hole, and he walks up to me, and his arm was in a sling, and I said, "B, <gasps> what happened?" And he was like, those damn scooters. And I was like, oh, you sound oh, bad no, about it. Oh, <laughs> no, I still, I still really want to try one. But I'm not kidding you. I was literally looking out the windows of the center here on Glendale, like on Glendale oh, wow. by the, by the okay. station. And there was somebody on a scooter, like on the ones with the seats. And then yeah. I was somewhere around the corner and I saw the other one, the stand-up one. Wouldn't it be, in, like, are they meant to be to migrate this far out? Like, is that something that they intended? Is that something that they're okay with? Because I'd be curious, so, at, some, at some point, like, all the scooters that are inside of downtown are going to work their way out of the area, you know? So in, in London, we have, like, um, we have Uber bikes and we have, like, some of the new e-scooters. But they are only dedicated to certain areas. So they have, like, a mm-hmm. GPS on them. And the GPS will only allow you to um, end your your transaction in a certain area. So you can't unlock oh. the bike or end it unless you lock it up in the right space. So if they're taking them like that that's far smart. and they're leaving them there, if that's not within that space and they're getting charged for it until it gets returned oh. to the right space. That yeah. sounds tragic, but I certainly wanted it to is. hop on it and ride it around. I still really want to do it. I'm just you scared. Should. So I need, I need somebody to do it with me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I do it with you. I've been on it before. We, we got some, we, we got some in Paris. We got some in Paris, and like Paris has a bunch of cobblestone roads, so like Danny oh, didn't yeah. want to do it because it freaked I him out. I rolled my ankle like, in Paris. I love them. Oh. <laughs> I just totally walking, rolled, I'm sure, right? rolled my nothing, ankle in walking, Paris. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> also rolled my ankle in New Orleans, so on Bourbon okay, Street. Okay, we'll see. Wait a minute. Now you're just, now <laughs> but it's you're the same. Like, no, you're I mean, accident prone. Yeah. <laughs> on the bricks. Uh, let, let's uh, let's do some business here. So, Ooh. um. <laughs> Philip and I are going to go have coffee tomorrow morning at Black Kite. Alex, can yes. you can, can you do you want to make it? Oh, what? Uh, wait, what time do we say again? I'm sorry. Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Um, I have to drop my set mom off at work. She has to be there at eight. So can we either do seven or can we do like eight? I should be able to do that. Seven works. Okay, I can do that. A.M. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> So I might be a little late, but like I might be like 15 minutes late, but yes, I can do that. Where is Black Kite? Collingwood. Collingwood and something. Is that the one that's by the library we always go to, Eric, for a suicide prevention? It's a couple miles before that. The one next to Rosary Cathedral on that corner. Is it by Collingwood Arts Center? It's closer to that than it is the library, yeah. Gotcha, okay, I know exactly which one that is. Alex, Matt was asking me about dinner. <clears throat> oh, when? Um, maybe Wednesday. Is the mafia paying? They might be. Um, Who's that? <laughs> Do I know that? Philip, uh, yeah, my old yeah. neighbor. Yeah. Okay. Philip, wh- where, what are your plans for tomorrow night and Wednesday night? Um, I don't know. Because, uh, I mean, like, also, you must like I said, pictures started popping up on Facebook and Instagram. So now I'm getting like yeah. messages from loads of people. And the thing about it is like, I kept stuff open, even on my birthday, I kept my birthday open as well, because I, here's like I told you, Eric, when I saw you yesterday, I'm not here to shake anybody's life up. I just want to see you guys. So I know I popped yeah. up on everybody. I don't expect anybody to change their life plans or like make time for oh, me I or will. do the stuff that I would like to do. Thank you. <laughs> but like, uh, so that's why I left everything open. So I have like no solid plans, I believe Tuesday or Wednesday evening. Alex, I was going to suggest to Matt, because I've heard from a couple of people who I really trust, that Hannon's Block has really good food. Um, that's where the Black clo- that's that the Black oh, Cloister yeah. used to be there. So I'll By see Table if, 44? Yeah. I'll see, if okay. Matt's, I'll see if Matt's up for that. And Philip, I'll keep you uh, in the yeah, loop where, where, where we are. So maybe you can drop by or we can visit with you. I, um, I asked somebody about that because I thought they had clothes and I saw people in there and they're like, no, it's still the mm-hmm. same thing. So obviously they don't know. Shouldn't be asking them shit. Um, I saw there's a place called Firefly. That looks cool. There's mm. a place that's um, next to the Huntington Center that you and I talked about, Eric. Like, I want to see what that's about. And there was another mm-hmm. new place that I saw. Oh, it's not even open yet, but it's on Summit across from the hotel he tore down. So like, there's some other things I wanted to check out. Across, so they're they're building up Ford Industry Square. There's going to be a lot in there. Uh, yes. Bob, Bobcat Bonnie's or something is going to be Bobcat in there. Bonnie's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that will be in Ford Industry Square. You mentioned the Seagate. That's going to be the Toledo Convention Center. It's going to be the Seagate, but get reimagined. The park right. game the Hilton, will, right? Yeah, the park <laughs> game will now be a, a Hilton and Homestead. Um, Brick Bar is what you mentioned across mm-hmm. down the street from the Huntington Center and. Firefly is, I haven't been in there, but it, it seems to be an attempt at a swanky place um, mm-hmm. that fits. There's all F's there. Firefly, Fleetwoods, Frickers. 
Three <laughs> 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 F square. I haven't heard. Frack. I haven't heard good or bad about it. I know the drinks are kind of pricey, so yeah. if they're pricey, they better be good. But you know that there was like the art gallery there before, and now yeah, that's gone. Right. Yeah, my, I ran into uh, when I was leaving Home Slice. I saw one of my friends in there, and I like, I went in, and I mean, there was like really nobody that was in there. But I was like, this place looks kind of cool. Like, I'll come back and try. And he was like, Do you want a drink? And I was like, Listen, you guys should have heard my voice yesterday. I sounded <laughs> like I just, I sound like I was just smoking because, oh my god. Okay, I have to tell you guys story. But anyway, I didn't get a drink there. I told him I'd come back and see him. But like this friend that I saw in there, like. He got money, and he just be spending money. Like he just mm. he doesn't care. Like if I said I went to him and I said, "Hey, like I need this much money to like you know whatever the case may be," he would probably just give it to me. Like he's that kind of friend, and when he loves you, he loves you. Mm-hmm. What I was going to tell you is that my voice was really messed up yesterday because my dear friend Chelsea, my old roommate, one lesbians, she decided Philip's home. Let's get him fucked up. Hey, Philip, I bought you a shot. <laughs> Guess what shot she bought me? Only in Toledo. Jaeger. Uh, Ooh, no. No, Close. Fireball. There yes. you go. Oh, there God. you go. <laughs> ding, ding, so, ding, ding, ding. Here's the thing. It wasn't, it wasn't one shot of Fireball, nor two. It was three. So I knew for a fact, you know, I had taken my car for some reason with me. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to drive. I'm just going to leave it here. I'll get it in the morning. I'm going to walk back to the room. <laughs> Done. Spent. Over. <laughs> And one of my old coworkers was out as well. And he was like, hey, I would just take you back. And I said, great, because I don't want to walk drunk. So he brought me back. We hung out for a bit. Some of my friends who had to perform drag that night, uh, they got undressed and they came and saw me as well. And we all chatted and I kicked them out because they were like getting tired. So the next morning I get up and I'm like, I'm just going to get in my car, go get some coffee, do all this stuff and go see people. No, I walked to where I thought my car was at. It was not there. And it was one of those it was one of those situations where like I walked up, and I knew where it was, and I I kept walking down the street because I was like this doesn't make sense, like I was like I don't understand how my car is just not there because it's it's Sunday number one, and this building that I parked in front of is you can park there there's nothing in the building, so I know I can park on the street so either somebody stole my car or I got told is what's in my head but why would they tow it. People in Toledo, they don't steal cars. They will break in your right. car and they will steal something out of it, but they don't usually take the whole car. So I went to my friend's coffee shop and I sat there and I'm also hungover, mind you, and it's getting hotter and hotter outside. I don't know what the hell is happening in Toledo at the end of September, but why is it so hot right now? It is. It doesn't demon. get, because uh, summer doesn't show up. Well, warm weather doesn't show up till the middle of May now. God. <laughs> but I sat there with her for like 30 minutes, like racking my brain about where am I? And I, I had the key to it. So I knew that I also had the car because I had the car key. And I'm like, I've been here two, two nights and I have lost my car. How is this <laughs> real life? So I'm sitting there and her and I chatting and Sam messages me and he goes, girl, last night. And I was like, you telling me, I don't even know where my car is. I completely lost it or got stolen. He come calling me laughing hysterically. He goes, I know where your car is at. How do you know where the fuck my car is at? So he's like, well, last night you didn't want to drive home. Ernie had just gotten there. I was like, can you take Philip's car back down closer to the hotel? And then you and I can walk back. And he agreed to it. So Ernie got in the car, Sam and I got in the car. They brought me back down here. And then I decided I wanted to go back. So we all went back. But that whole situation, that whole time span of us doing that, I forgot about it. Everything before and everything <laughs> after, 
absolutely remember 110% that it's literally that part. I forgot all about it. So when he told me where my car was at, it was a block away. I walked all the way down to, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the watering hole to see if my car was there when literally it was a block away, just chilling, sitting there in the sun. I was like, wow, is this my life? I hate Toledo. I hate Toledo. I hate that, that's what it is. Those right are there. the best nights. Those are the oh absolute best nights. Those are the memories that when you go back to London, you're going to tell people about, like, I didn't even know where my car was. <laughs> like, you're going to. That reminds me of, like, Cumulus holiday party when we were all out and then we came down and we just kept tossing back the fireball. I also lost <sighs> my car that day. I woke up the next morning and I thought it was outside and it was not. And I distinctly remember crying because I needed somebody to help me get home. Like, please, somebody call Thomas, please. <laughs> I remember friend, that and it was your fault. <laughs> my friend, she's just like, she's like, you don't seem very hysterical for somebody who doesn't know where their car is at. And I was like, well, I'm hung over it, but I also really feel like it can't be that far. I have the key. <laughs> Like, I just, I don't understand. And I'm, I can't, I haven't seen Chelsea since that night, but she's going to get it. <laughs> I feel oh like that's God. the joy of, that's the joy of coming home is you can lose your car, but you know, it's okay. You know, right. it's all right. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. There's yeah, a variable in here that I find very funny. And it's maybe just something I find, well, maybe not funny, but entertaining. Philip is still paying for that vehicle. He doesn't drive anymore. <laughs> exactly. The compass. That, that was the other thing. Do you know, I thought to myself, I was like, my dad's going to be pissed because the insurance isn't in my name. It's in his name. And I'm not uh, sure exactly what he what he has because they're the ones driving the car. Right. So I mm -hmm. thought to myself, if this car got stolen or if it got towed or if it's yep. just lost and I don't know where it is, I still have to pay for that fucking car. Yep. I'm going to be paying for a car. Not only that I can't drive, but now my parents can't drive. And I was like, that pissed me off more than anything else. Oh, wow. God. Good times. We, uh, we mm. got to get close to wrapping up here. We have uh, like... Maybe maybe about ten minutes left. So Alex, the Emmys last night. Oh God! Did you see them, <laughs> Philip? Did you see it? So I didn't know somebody was going on actually. So I didn't either, and I was on television, and I I saw that like they were doing the E News red carpet, and I was like, ooh, red carpet! Oh my God, the Emmys are tonight! So I said, okay, I'll watch, and um. <sighs> I, I, we do this to ourselves every time. Somebody made a really good point on Twitter. Um, yes, I was on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they said, you know that feeling when you're watching something, holding on hope that some of your people are going to win, but that never actually happens, but you seem to stay glued to it every time, just hoping yeah. that your people are going to win and they never do? That was last night. Like, it was just... I know that they receive the Emmys and all award ceremonies always receive criticism for their lack of diversity, which was ironic mm -hmm. considering like the host was black, the entertainment was mm -hmm. black, like mm -hmm. and they had an overwhelming amount of black nominees. It was literally it was a Cedric, none. Cedric the Entertainer was the host, wasn't he? He was. Cedric the Entertainer okay. was the host, and then all of yeah. the people that Cedric brought on <laughs> for his entertainment were also black. So he brought back mm -hmm. like all of his TV wives, which was. I think Niecy, Niecy Nash. Yes. Niecy. And um, uh, oh, Levita. Yeah. Levita and Tanisha Arnold. Yeah. yeah. So he brought them on and it was funny. And Thomas and I were laughing because I said, this audience is not going to know this kind of humor. Like I imagine right. the British guy that's on the crown that plays Prince um, Charles. He doesn't know this humor. Like this is, this is right. Cedric. And huh. This is a very specific group of people, but okay. Mm -hmm. Like good for you, Seti. Like good job. Seti. Um, <laughs> but it just... You know, it was to be expected. I think it's to be expected, but at the same time, you sit there and you watch it 
hoping and praying that some of the people that deserve wins get wins and it's just the crown sweeping again which i've watched the crown and i've seen every season and i've watched it as it has come out and it's great but it's not that good like they have swept every award ceremony for the last like three years i don't the crown and ted lasso yeah do you know what i think it is really about the crown it's just it's that it's that that I don't want to say fetishism, but like it's that thing about Americans and royalty more than anything else. So. And they like, they honed in on that. And also about, you know, the English and Princess Diana because they absolutely adore that woman and death and everything else. So like, I think they well, just like tug on the right heartstrings I'll, for that show. I, Cause I haven't watched any of it, so I don't know. I guess so, but Bridgerton didn't win shit and Reg Jean Page is a fine piece of ass and he didn't win nothing. <laughs> well, 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 in that case. I, I get what uh, Philip's saying, and I'll I'll add to that that I'm not saying this is good, but sometimes I think voters just wind up mm-hmm. picking these shows because they've been so good for so long, and they just get into it. I want to say like maybe in the in the mid 2000s it, they just like checked off the Sopranos, and then we got to Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and then for a minute there was The Walking Dead, and we were all like, "That was not a very good season," or "This show is dying." But yeah. out of habit, they just gave it um, to these. Like, who of who, when it comes to diversity, should have been awarded? And by the way, the other side of that is, you know, it seems like Ted Lasso has peaked, so it was going to win oh. some awards. But Alex, who were you expecting it to win what? So I, I don't know if I had any expectations. I, I probably, I wasn't watching like I have in the past. Like, we know that I was gunning for Zendaya. Um, last year, I think it was, and the year before that, um, the Ava DuVernay um, series, I was really looking for that to win some awards. I don't know if I was gunning as much as I was this year for some of the categories, um, but at the same time, like that didn't make them any less like deserving, if that makes any sense. Like Lovecraft Country got a fair amount of nominations for their work, but they didn't receive any wins that I know of. Um, and I know that there was um, the young lady who directs, um, oh gosh, what's that HBO series called? I think it's a British show too. Um, mom, mom, mom. This Will Destroy You or I Will Destroy You. Oh uh, yeah, I Will Destroy You. Yeah. Uh-huh. So she won for, I think, directing, for her role in directing. Um, but I, I don't know. It just, it's, I, I have a hard time wrapping my head around. There's literally like next to no one. Like really? Like, and I'm not saying that... Um, but then at the same time, it makes you feel less validated when there is finally a win because you come off of Emmy's 2021 where there was one out of 15 people that were of any kind of minority. You know what I mean? So then in 2022, if we have like six or seven wins, it makes you feel less validated because you know that they got so much criticism last year and it was right. stacked. Like the nominations right. were, were were really, truly stacked. I'd have to look at it again I, like that. It has left my mind. I don't really know, but still. It seems like they it's just like, got... Sorry, Phil. They, they, it seems like no, they, they, they just got run over by Goliath this year. Yeah, I don't like, even... But I don't see that as a Goliath. Like, we remember how we, like, kind of ugh, rolled our eyes to Nomad's Land and that won all sorts of <clears> shit. Like, I don't... Yeah, I, I, I don't I guess unless that. you. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't consider it really a Goliath at all. Well, like, there's nothing spectacular about... A historical piece like that, you know, the, the crown. You mean? Yeah, okay. I feel like there's, you know, I, I haven't watched 
most of these shows. I could complain that uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'm glad. I guess I'm glad they didn't do the instinctive thing of just giving everything to Hamilton, even though it was just a recorded version of what had happened years ago. Yeah, that they I thought that could happen. They served mm-hmm. this up on Disney Plus to gain more subscribers and to appease us in the middle of the the pandemic. I, I know at least look in the places that I read. I think there are some diverse voices. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know how much the quality of the show, but I have read a lot for months now about the mayor of Easttown and how good Kate Winslet was. So mm-hmm. it, to me, from what I've, the sphere that I've lived in, these seem like very deserving shows. And, and it was just a very challenging year for some of these upstarts, which I'll even include WandaVision in. I see WandaVision has some, some nominations. WandaVision did, yeah. And, and maybe yeah. In, in a spot or two where... It should have won. I just scrolled past one of these categories. I'm like, it could have won that. And if I was if, of the outstanding variety special pre-recorded, maybe they just didn't want to be political. But I don't know how they didn't give it to Dave Chappelle's 846. So exactly, and I don't. I mean, I guess I don't want to dominate this topic, but I, it just from somebody that watched it, like, okay, so now I'm looking at it because I said, let me go back because I know that there were th- stories that I felt like deserved better recognition. Handmaid's Tale was nominated a ton. There were no wins from oh, Handmaid's really? Tale. None. Mm. Lovecraft I mean, Country but, nominated a ton. No wins. When they do these, is it specific to the, the season of that year or is it just yeah. the show as in? Okay. Well, this last season of Handmaid's was not like their greatest work either. So it seemed, Lots of Mandalorian nominations. No wins. It's, oh, that would have been None. Good. And you know mm-hmm. what? Disney is okay with that, I'm sure. Yeah, um, sure. It, I mean, there are some there's some big names here. I, I, the let's see, best actress in a comedy. I don't even know what Hacks is or was. Me either. No. <laughs> I did not. A lot of Pose but, um, but nominations. You, you know like Billy is? Porter deserved a win for his role in Pose in this. He last did, season. and I saw he that. He truly and he got did. It. The, the kid from the from the crowd the, got it, didn't he? Literally, yeah. literally, yeah, the entire... Okay, so I'm looking at this right now, and then I'll let you go, because I just have to say this. Like, the... No, um, I, I think this is, like, lead actor, outstanding lead actor in a drama series. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven nominees. Two of them are white. All the others are black, and the white guy won. <laughs> like, it just... And I know that... I'm not saying that his role wasn't great, but he was going up against... Sterling K. Brown, Billy Porter, Jonathan Majors, Reggie, Reggie, no, Reggie, that's great that he got a nomination, but I don't think that role deserved that. But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jonathan Majors, Billy Porter, Sterling K. Brown, like, really? Really? <laughs> For- like, you know, it's the big thing that I've realized, like, it's always like these streaming services. And I think that sure. people are trying to give them, like, their dues as well, because it, it's moving more so to that. So like that is also taken in consideration. I think the production companies, one reason or another, is what's and then also it's what people watch. You know what I mean? Like if they have, I think I think a part of ratings has to do with like the voting system and people what the buzz is as well. I think I think it's a popularity contest as well. Well, and we and and this is all of us going under the guise of it's a meritocracy. Um, While there are probably plenty of politics involved (laughs) as well, and which. 
Netflix or HBO decides to throw their money at for right. um, yeah. marketing purposes to get into the foray of all these things. And Alex, it's like whenever we do this in the beginning of the year, it's like I, I say the same thing mm-hmm. every year. These things don't hold a lot of merit with me. I yeah. like what I like. What I yes. like. There are the chase, the chase awards. And I think like <laughs> even the, even the people who win the awards, those who are nominated, I really feel like even for them, it's like a lackluster thing at this point. Like they, there's just not that much prestige to it because it's so much crap behind it so much like politics behind it at this point it's like you did you did great you know you did great everybody says you did great it's not them just like tooting your <laughs> horn and all of a sudden you know the random brit who played a prince who was an asshole wins like it just kind of <laughs> it's a bit confusing so which he, he did he did do a good job like he did but i don't know if he deserved the win over others there might also be timing with it as well because we were all bowing down before Anya Taylor-Joy with the Queen's Gamut at the end of last year um, and if you would have given out awards right then and there she would have had all of them I'm looking at the yeah. uh, actress in a limited series right now which Kate Winslet won but then that show came along and just dumbfounded people and everybody forgot about Anya Taylor-Joy so we, we often and this this uh, doesn't neglect, you know, people who vote on things like that. We become prisoners of the moment or recency bias. And I get that it's also about personal taste. I will cut in and say that there was a win from Lovecraft Country. It was Courtney Vance for um, Outstanding Guest Actor in a Drama Series. So there was a win there. Um, but, I, I, like, it is also personal taste because I truly did not feel like Mayor of East East Town was that, like, that great. In fact... There were days where I forgot that there was a new episode on to watch where I think of that show that Eric, I finally convinced you to watch on HBO with the with that weird character that ended up being like a demon. We were hooked to that. Like I was hooked to that every week. So it's just but that's my personal taste. And so I understand. But it, it just there has to be like, come on, like this cannot be every time. And it, it really it truly is. It's like every year. And there's just Don Cheadle, you know, was nominated for something this year. No, I don't even think people knew that. Oh, he got nominated I for didn't. like his 38 second role in Civil, uh, in uh, Falcon and Captain America. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, I, I don't get it either. And um, Mandalorian nominations for like best director. I can't pronounce his last name. John Farvo. Like John he Favre, got, yeah. he got a couple. Didn't did not take home the win. And I don't, you know, and maybe it's just my own bias and my own personal taste. And I guess that's usually what it is, but I'm like, come on guys. And that's why you hold on. I mean, I'm sure people were like, Alex is crazy. Like it's just Zendaya, but it's like <laughs> Zendaya's win meant a whole lot more. If that makes any sense. The young man from when they see us, his win met Jerome, uh, Jamal Jerome, I think is his name. That win meant a whole lot more. Cause you don't actually see that. Uh, mm-hmm. We got to wrap up, Philip. It's good yeah. to have you back on, and knowing that you're Yay. just like six miles away. I am. I can drive to you now. You can on on the correct yeah. side of the road, please. Hopefully, Lord <laughs> forbid. Lord forbid. Oh, It'll happen I'm so again. I'm sure. It, it will. <laughs> All right. Well, seven o'clock tomorrow morning at Black Kite. It looks like they open just uh, at that moment, so hopefully they'll be Great. staffed up. If not, we'll have to find another place. I might be a little, like, 15 minutes behind or so. Okay. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.